0: Uh, made burgers out of uh, out of um, wild boar and python mix Mm -hmm. and that was actually very good so yeah we've tried a few different things and and, um, it's it tastes fine you know it doesn't taste gamey or or anything like that but Mm -hmm. again not something not something you want to do on a regular basis until that study comes out
1: Welcome to Zestful Aging, where I speak with fascinating changemakers from all over the world who are contributing to the common good. Contributing to the common good in even the smallest of ways is proven to help us age with vitality and deep contentment. I'm your host, Nicole Christina, psychotherapist and fellow zestful ager. My goal is to share optimism about aging and introduce you to guests who will inspire you to live with Zest. And to find out more about this podcast, hop on over to ZestfulAging.com. While you're there, sign up for my weekly email newsletter, The Insider, where you will get behind the scenes looks at our guests and other fun tidbits. And if you love the podcast, I'd be grateful if you shared it with your friends. Our music is courtesy of Judy Banker, who was a previous guest on the show. Find out more at JudyBanker.com. And our technical director is Stephen Litweiler. In May of 2022, I rode shotgun with Donna Khalil in the Florida Everglades hunting the invasive and destructive Burmese python. Donna calls herself and her volunteers Everglades Avengers. She's an environmentalist activist whose mission in life is to rid her beloved Everglades of the Burmese Python, who have eaten about 90% of the mammals in the area. This invasive snake preys on almost anything, rabbit, deer, raccoons, fox, otters, so there is a desperate attempt to control their numbers so the ecosystem can get back into some balance. Hunting pythons involves standing on the back of Donna's pickup truck, which is decked out in python skin trim, starting at midnight over dusty and bumpy roads with a spotlight and looking for something that looks like a snake. It's like nothing I've ever done before. It's eerie in a in a really cool way. Sadly, I rode with Donna for two nights without seeing a python. We saw a lot of other really cool uh, wildlife, but. You know, being with her in the wilderness, in the middle of the night, hunting snakes is an experience I won't forget anytime soon. We did remove a big bouquet of Mylar balloons. They get caught in trees and birds get strangled. So please, please don't use Mylar balloons. I hope you enjoy this most unusual interview on location. In the Everglades with Python Hunter Extraordinaire Donna Khalil.
0: It can affect your life up to seven and a half years. Wow! So your mindset—and this is just this new book that's come out. I'm an interview this researcher. They, she was demonstrating through all these really interesting experiments. That the way you think about your aging has a huge consequence on what your body does, which is not that surprising in a way. But when you say seven and a half years, yeah, I can imagine it could be much more too, depending on how horribly you think of (laughs) aging. Uh, But yeah, I just you know on uh, on one of the Instagrams or whatever or TikTok, uh, there was someone that that said you know it was a it was a Um, doctor that was explaining how you know our minds and what we think affect us negatively Mm -hmm. which affects our health yeah Um, and he he flipped the coin though he says so there's proof that shows that like what you just said and so if we're thinking negatively and it's affecting our life in, in, in a negative manner to make it shorter we can flip that coin and think positively and make our lives more enjoyable and, and hopefully longer and healthier. You know, it's just a matter of... Uh, it is brain chemistry, you know. It is, it is something Absolutely. that we have the power to do. It's not easy. I can tell you that with all the stimuli that's out there. It is definitely not easy. All the junk we're ingesting. Yes. But, uh, you know, it, it, it has to be done. So is this something that you... Is hunting these these invasive pythons... Is, would you call this your purpose or it, it certainly is that is now it, it certainly is now how remind because I've you know I've been following you on Facebook and I've seen you right I know you've had a Japanese production company you're getting to be you know quite the go-to how, how long have you been doing it professionally I've been doing it for five years mm-hmm. uh, prior to that I was searching for pythons for 12. Um, I only started catching them uh, seven years ago, so it was about ten years that I was out there looking for them, and not able to find them, um, because they are very difficult to find. And if you don't do it right, you will not come across them. Um, I don't. I can't imagine how many I actually stepped right over, or oh, stepped on, wow. or stepped near and didn't see because they were hiding in the in the grass. You know, you can have a ten foot python and it ten inches of grass and not see it because they can just burrow in and, and hide themselves. So And is that one of the reasons there's such successful predators? Yes. I see. Yes. Yes, and, and and one of the things uh one of the ways that I tend to catch them is uh once I see one I actually go up to it rather slowly and quietly, calmly mm-hmm. and um it thinks that it can't be seen. So I kind of pretend like I can't see it oh, I until see. Them, until I'm right close enough to uh, reach out and grab it, you know. Uh-huh. Right behind the head, and, and then the and the, then the begins, you the fun begins. I've seen you being bloodied,
1: and also yeah. not
0: seeming like you mind that. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the job. Yeah, you know? and, uh, and it's always my fault. You know, it, it's any time that I get uh, get injured, bit. Strangles. Whatever. I saw recently you yes. had quite a a, a a fellow with a pretty tight grasp on your thigh. Yes, I underestimated his power, uh-huh. and that's not something you should do with these. Uh, I, I should have learned when I had a 15-footer put around my... You know, I had, I had, when I was catching a 15-footer, it wrapped around my leg, and it was the first very large thing that I caught. Mm-hmm. And uh, prior to that, I think my largest was 12 feet, and I didn't allow it to get around my leg that uh, time with this 15 footer got around uh, my leg and it uh, it just started squeezing and it's like we need to get this thing off of me yes and this thing that you're referring to is only nine and a half feet and i've had plenty of nine and a half feet wrap, wrap around my arms my legs and whatnot this one did something in particular that most of them don't so they are constrictors right? and they will you know constrict you but this one constricted and then it had this kind of a punch so all of, all of its muscles at once just tightened down really hard like a vice, Boom, really, really quick. And it was a, it was a you know, it is, it is a way of them trying to get your attention because the constricting wasn't working. I wasn't paying attention to that. So he's like, here, pay attention to this. I see. And he was a big, strong male. And, um, you know, he, he made me aware of how strong he was. So, so anatomy question muscles what how, how, what's the inside of these guys like how, how does this work they are all muscle <laughs> they're all muscle yeah, they, they uh you know uh picture uh, a fish you know with the backbone and mm-hmm. you know, all the uh rib bones yeah the the, the snake has the rib bones and the muscle all the way down its body from its neck to its tail i see and do they look like muscle like I would recognize. Oh, that's a yes. muscle. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that would be the, the meat of the snake. So if you wanted to eat a snake, then you would eat the muscle just like in any animal. I see, and but we don't need these because of the mercury. Yes. Uh, there's a study out uh, that hasn't been published yet. Uh, I don't believe it's finished completely, but they are testing the mercury content to see if... Uh, you know, if they are viable for a food source. Would you eat them if you I, I have. I, I've eaten yeah. a few. I've, I've caught over 600, and I've eaten about a dozen or so, uh, because this is actually the first animal that, that I have, have to kill and not eat. It kind of goes against my grain to do that. I I can imagine that. Yeah. So when I was first starting out, it's like, well, let me see if I can eat them. I know the mercury content. I know, look, we can't eat the fish out of the Everglades, you know, because of the mercury content. We're worried about that, so... Obviously, you're taking a, a risk by eating anything out of the You wouldn't eat it if you were pregnant, I'm sure. No, I wouldn't eat it if I'm pregnant. I won't eat sushi that week if I'm going to have a, a, you know, a Python meal. Okay. Um, but I really wish that uh, the, the, the test would come back to where we could eat it because mm-hmm. it is actually a very good meat. It's a, it's a fine white meat mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't have really all that much flavor to it, but it is very. Chewy, so you have Chewy. to prepare it properly. I see. You so know. does that mean, like, you're deep frying it or um, I'm braising it? pressure it. Could, yeah, you're yeah, pressure the ones cooking. that I did, I, I pressure cook uh, for about 15, 20 minutes first, and then I put it in the recipe. I see that. Yeah, that's a good yeah, way I'm to soften up meats. Yeah, yeah make small, you know, like pasta sauce or, or tacos or, you know, chili. Things where you can chop it up really fine so mm-hmm. that the texture, you know. And, and, and we actually... Uh, made burgers out of uh, out of um, wild boar and python mix, and that was actually very good. So yeah, we have tried a few different things, and, and um, it it's, it tastes fine. You know, it doesn't taste gamey or, or anything like that. But mm-hmm. again, not something not something you want to do on a regular basis yeah. until that study comes out. I see. I do use their eggs and. I've had their liver and, you because know, so I like, uh, you know, I grew up on, uh, liver and onions and whatnot. And, oh yeah. And, and, uh, you know, <laughs> and you're still well. eating it. Yes, I am. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's good for you. It so, is very good for you. It's funny. I, we have a farmer's market in Syracuse and, uh, I, I like to buy liver cause we make our own dog food okay. and, um, they are sold out if you don't get their first thing really? because people are like, organ meats, you know, uh, right. they can't yeah. keep it in stock. Interesting. Maybe I should start feeding it to my cats. I'm sure that would be popular. I, our yeah. dogs go crazy over it. Yeah. 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 Just gave me an idea. All right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, what is it? F- how's it felt like having some notoriety? I mean, you were just doing your thing your own business and then you kind of got discovered. Uh, what's that like uh, well okay so discovered um, not me personally it's that the program uh, is is top-notch you know we are I have my little group called the Everglades Avengers you know we're the guardians of the glades the Everglades Avengers is my volunteers um, and uh, we are trying to protect the Everglades and we're doing a very good job at it and mm-hmm. we have we have a hundred contractors Wow! Both with South Florida Water Management and uh, Florida Fish and Wildlife, mm-hmm. and combined, uh, us hundred has have caught uh, nearly eight thousand over the last five years. There's no other program that's ever done that. Um, there's there's other there there have been other um, organizations that have been trying to catch pythons and, and find them, and you know they're having their success, but no one is as, as successful as, as us just getting out there being out there where the pythons are and going after them. So, you know, you have a different way of doing it. Um, that's more successful or what? A couple of things that made me a little more successful than, uh, several of the other contractors would be that I have a python perch on top of my vehicle. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I have a lot of lights, to light up the night. I rely heavily on my Everglades Avengers volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, Every single python I, I remove from the Everglades comes out of the Everglades from this truck. It's It, it was spotted from this truck by my, my volunteers or me, Ooh. and we are the ones that catch them and remove them uh, from the glades. So we have an advantage because I am generally not alone. I will hunt alone if I don't have a volunteer, mm. um, but, I, you know, if you're only one person in the car... Looking out your window Mm. for a python, you're missing the whole other side of the road where a python can be. I see. So if you have another volunteer on that side, you got twice the amount of chance of uh, of catching it. You know, even just eyes on, just eyes, we need eyes. Yeah, Yeah. either that or AI that can uh, spot them and let us know that uh, that they're out there. You know, hopefully that will be that will be coming soon. You know, AI meaning artificial intelligence. Yeah, yeah, Uh, machine learning basically is probably a better way of putting it over uh, um, here last yeah. time Our property yeah. Is here. It's yeah. delicious yeah so um, yeah so that will that'll even out the playing fields uh you know when that comes out because you know the, there's a lot of hunters that do just hunt on their own it's not always easy to get volunteers to come out and help you because you know i go out monday through friday nights mm-hmm. you know people work People can't be out there in the middle of the night until till two in the morning. Yeah, in the morning. Yeah. So it's, it is hard to find volunteers uh, to go out with me on, always. So, um, or anybody else for that matter. So, <clears throat> so yeah, if we had uh, mechanical lear- or machine learning to be able to spot the Python and, and say, Python, you know, let us know that it's out there then uh hopefully that will that, that I do believe will be a game changer and like I say hopefully that will come soon it's like a fish finder thing. a little bit sure okay and, and what would it be a camera or what it would have, it have to be cameras to- yeah um, you know it' was, uh, definitely a, you know the computer brains behind it hopefully just an app You know hopefully an app that you can have on your phone with a, the cameras out there spotting for you you know that's um, I was reading recently, and I'm sure you're, you know about this, there was a big article that people had observed bobcats eating the eggs, and there was some celebration around that. Sure. Yeah, what What are your thoughts? Yeah, it was uh, um, good to have that documented, because I'm sure that it happens. I'm sure that uh, panthers might take their... There are, you know, a few few pythons here and there. There's not many panthers to help us out, really. Mm-hmm. I guess there is more bobcats, um, but as as I know from experience, it really depends on uh, the animals. You know, the sizes. The size matters. You know, um, uh, that python was guarding her nest, but she didn't get a chance to bite that that bobcat and Kill it. -hmm. So, um, you know, if 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 it had if it had grabbed that that bobcat, then we we wouldn't be here talking about it right now. (laughs) And I'm sure that happens too. You know that they get that they also get uh, uh, killed. So it's sort of some of it is a little fluky. It's very yeah. Uh, In my book, that's a fluke. Okay, so you're not. You're not counting on bobcats yeah, no, eating eggs to to keep some control oh, well, of its population. No, no. Like I mean, that. I'm sure that people running them over with their cars while they're driving across uh, I-75 or whatnot probably kill more than bobcats do. In my book, you know, that's that's my assumption anyway. Mm. Yeah. It's possible, but how probable is it? That's, yeah. that's how I always look at it. Well, I'm wondering, you know, this sort of evolution—if bobcats learn. That these are super tasty, and so, then they teach their cubs. What do you uh, think? No, because the danger is is too too great. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> alligators, yes. Uh, alligators, I agree because if you think about it, bobcats aren't going to go after some prey that could kill them. They're going to go after mice and rats and something that you know they can eat eat easily, mm-hmm. um, not be worried about getting hurt because. You know, an animal out in the wild that gets hurt, it's a dead end. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to risk itself. This was an opportunistic um, uh, opportunity for Mm -hmm. for the uh, bobcat, and it, it, uh, you know, it got lucky, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Mom, mom was away. Yeah, 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 hunting. But now the uh, the alligators, I do believe that they have evolved because well, they're smart animals. They've been Mm -hmm. around since the dinosaur, right? Mm -hmm. So they have to be smart and this new threat came to them, they probably saw a python eating one of their babies and they're like, ah, I'm not gonna have that anymore. Mm-hmm. Every time I see a python, I'm gonna eat it. I see. You know? So, uh, that... but again, if the alligator is smaller than the python, the python's gonna win. Mm-hmm. If the python's smaller than the alligator, I the alligator's see. gonna win. I see. That's just, that's just it. The a beautiful sky. I- yeah. Wow. So if I could be helpful to you without, you know, scooping up any little uh, critters, um, would you like me to go in the back and keep an eye out? What would be most helpful? Yeah. So I okay. will be relying on you to spot on the passenger side of the car. Okay. Um, you can hop up there as long as you can climb a ladder. I'm sure you can do that. Uh, right? Yeah, I can okay. do that. So we'll- and I'm. Certainly able and willing to do that. Okay. I would love to be helpful if I can. I'm.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I'm. I don't. I'm not afraid of snakes, but I don't know if I want to be scooping any up that are, you know, big boys. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I really if, love
1: them in my garden yeah, and great. in my, you know. But
0: these guys are. I think they're biting is problematic for me. <laughs> sure, yeah. That's something that anybody wants that happen, including myself. I, guess. I much I guess. prefer not to get bit. Yeah. Um, so what I do is I, when we come across a python, I will grab it mm-hmm. uh, right behind the head. Yep. And um, I can handle up to about a 14-foot python. Okay. So... You know, if we get anything bigger than that I may have to ask you to help me hold that tail. Okay. And keep it keep it off uh, from from wrapping around. I that I can do. Okay. So You know I'll, what I mean? I'll keep the head in. The okay. You know what I think is is interesting and I'm sure there are really good reasons. I think um their heads are really small. They are. Yeah. And and, and even if they on uh, the hinge it's hard for me to believe that they can get a raccoon in there. Yes, they can. They, they can. They, they, uh, you know, a raccoon, a full size raccoon, could be eaten by uh, probably a nine foot python and anything larger than that. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, what's the process? I mean, they go little by little. Yeah, yeah, just they, slowly. They they kill it. You know, they kill it first. Yeah. They Constrict it, kill it. Yeah. And um, you know, if you think about it, yeah, a raccoon looks like a very big animal, right? Mm-hmm. But it the head. Is the largest part. Okay. so if it can get the skull and it in its mouth, it passed its mouth. Yeah. The rest is soft. the rest is easy. Gotcha. The rest is easy, easy. So yeah. It's kind of sweet. like having a baby in reverse. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> this is so beautiful. Yeah. We're yeah is it usually here. is it usually like this? Is it Sunset. It's it's a pretty sunset. Yes, it's a very beautiful sunset. I do like to get out before the sunset because if we don't catch any pythons, at least we caught a beautiful sunset, right? That's how that's how the night starts. Yeah, (laughs) and yes, it is a beautiful one. There's some rain up there, but um, I think we'll be okay. I can see it, and yeah, because we're going to be heading north uh, from here. Okay, so we should be we should be okay. I saw you uh, were out at Shark Valley too. Yeah, we climbed that structure into the bike ride and saw so many gators. There. You know, I didn't see any gators out of didn't. I saw that crocodile, which was pretty awesome. Uh huh. Yeah, that was yeah, close I to the tower. It. Yeah, yeah, that was beautiful. Uh, that and uh, we came across some uh, some native snakes, which uh, you know I I took some pictures of uh I I am a herper, you know, I, just like you're a birder. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a very amateurish, a- amateuristic birder. Um, I love to I love to, you know, watch all nature and mm-hmm. birds mm-hmm. And, and reptiles in particular. So um, so yeah, when I come across a native uh, snake, I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna you get stop pretty and, excited. Yeah, I'm gonna stop, take some pictures. Mm-hmm. Very excited with the with the ones that we came across a yellow rat snake. It uh, was one of my favorites. I used to keep it as pets as a mm-hmm. kid. And then a, uh, 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 oh gosh, the name of the, uh, it, it's a king snake. Mm-hmm. And I forgot the name of the type of king snake it was. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a tease, these panther signs. I'm like, oh, if I saw a panther, my head would explode with, Well, I hope that your head doesn't explode because we may see one. And there is there is one that I saw down this way. Wow. Well, um, yeah, year. that would be a dream come true. Okay, so we are at the gate. Okay. And uh, I stay put? Yep. I okay. I will just go out there and, well, actually, I have to put on my app first. Do you want me to sign this? Yes. No. Well, that's sign for you. Something. Okay. That's the. Uh, okay. skin. The skin. That's awesome. am yeah. then... going. <laughs> I know. It is any moment. <laughs> yeah. It could be it, any one of any, these. Any. Any moment. What? And it can be. Cowabunga! Yeah. Okay. Oh, I was going to say one of the uh, one of the last pythons that I spotted. Uh, It was we were with a uh, news crew, Uh, and and I spotted it before um, my spotter, uh, because it was an easy spot. But instead of saying Python, I said Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Uh, This is this. We're on now. And and then they said Python. So it's like, okay, that is what you're supposed to say. You're not really supposed to say Here we go. (laughs) uh, I think that it happens i'll probably say sneak yeah yeah so <laughs> the first uh python that i came across with my friend today um we were hunting out on new road and in, in, in the daytime and we had come across the yellow rat snake and um i helped it across the road there's a big yellow rat snake and we keep driving after i after we passed the snake and um she says, Donna, snake, big snake. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm thinking another yellow rat snake. I get yeah. out of the car and walk around the backside, and there's this 11-foot python. Right yeah, me. uh-huh. You know, it's like, you were supposed to see python. <laughs> so I knew what I was getting into, you know. But um, yeah. I let her slide. <laughs> this is just... It's such beautiful terrain. I mean, I'm looking at these marshy areas. You're looking at the Everglades. I know that they're in there. Oh, yeah, they're in there. We just hope that we're lucky enough to uh, have one of them come out in front of us. That's all. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Okay. Any moment. I mean, any moment. Any moment we're going to will them to come out.
1: I hope you enjoyed that interview on location with Python hunter Donna Khalil. You can get more information and follow Donna and her Avengers on Facebook at Donna Khalil, K-A-L-I-L, and you will be treated to some really great video and pictures of uh, her her hunts. It's It's a real treat. Thank you so much for joining us on Zestful Aging. If you like the podcast, please share it with some of your friends. If you think decluttering could help you feel better and you could use a little assistance with that, check out the online course I've developed with professional organizer and designer Carrie Luteran. It's called Too Much Stuff.